This week on The Swear Wolves, he's back. The man behind the mask. And spoiler alert, he's out of control. Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And gentlemen, we're back again. There are horror icons, basically like mascots of horror. Mm -hmm. And I think the two people, two characters that we're going to be discussing today are pretty much the epitome of that. Mount Rushmore. Got it. It, It's got to be. Not that they're the greatest movies, but... Definitely these characters are the epitome of Oh yeah. I mean horror. you could talk yeah. to like a ninety year old woman and show her a picture and be like, Who's that? She's like, That's Jason Voorhees, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll say it just like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and Freddy Krueger uh, being the other one. Uh, just two characters that you know, and, and it's weird too because like Freddy Krueger obviously is Robert England, um, as the actor. And mm-hmm. and that's why I think like he's more quote unquote respected as an actor of that character because he has lines yeah. and you kind of see his face more. Um, whereas the character of Jason has been played by what half a dozen people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yes, there are different camps of like who your favorite ones are. And maybe we can get into talking about that in this episode, but like, and Kane Hodder's played him like four times, but it's definitely like anybody could be behind the mask. Right. <laughs> like he doesn't, it, it does anybody He's a very stoic character. Yeah. Man, a few words. <laughs> He's a none, none. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, but that makes him more um, menacing. I think the fact that he doesn't say anything. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be talking about these movies and David, you pick these movies uh, purely on title. I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. I, this is pure gimmick. Uh, I thought the pairing made sense. Uh, Freddy's dead. Jason lives. Um, but then also um, both part six in the series. They are both part six. Mm-hmm. And that was something my son noticed. He goes, Oh, that's weird. They're both part six and one lives and one dies. I was like, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> did you know though that uh, Jason goes to hell? Yeah. Is the final Friday. And Freddy's Dead is the, the final, final nightmare. nightmare. So that's the way it was. That's the full title. Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday, and Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Freddy's I Dead, I know it's part six, but six isn't in the title, is it? No. It's not. No. It is not. No. no. But I did, um, and I, I want to talk about this, so remind me, I did uh, put some notes as far as Rotten Tomatoes rankings. Hmm. Of, of the Friday the 13th? And the oh, okay. Street films. Oh, so, together? Well, I, I, oh, okay. I went to I, Rotten Tomatoes and I saw the percentage mm-hmm. and I put them in order. And I want to see if you guys agree with these rankings okay. of these films. So when we get to uh, that point in the podcast, remind me. All right. I have that right here. Ooh, teaser. 
A teaser. A little, a little tickle in the ball. A little tease. <laughs> well, <laughs> turn your head and cough. You don't have to turn your head. <laughs> Stare right at me. Watch me fondle them balls. <laughs> um, so let's talk about uh, Friday 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. Uh, this movie came out in 1986. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously the sixth Friday mm-hmm. the 13th film. What... Uh, what can we say about this movie? Let's talk about it. Let's uh, yeah. Let's, let's talk about jump the plot. Right in. Yeah, I guess well, a lot of the original cast or the previous cast, none from five. Yeah, the, none yeah, of them nobody. came back. None of none of the one cast character. Came, one character, Tommy Jarvis did, and they did ask the person who played Tommy Jarvis in part five to yeah. reprise his role as Tommy yeah. Jarvis in part six. However, uh, my understanding is is that he found religion. Oh, oh yeah, and yeah. he said no, no. I so, wonder if he regrets that. <laughs> well, he probably doesn't. But I'm I'm thankful because uh, I thought uh, Tom Matthews yeah. did a fantastic job as Tommy Jarvis, and he is Tommy Jarvis as far as I'm concerned. At least older Tommy Jarvis. Agreed. Yeah. Um, Tom Matthews also in Return of the Living Dead and Return of the Living Dead Part Two, uh, basically plays the same character in both of those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Return of the Living Dead Part One, I did watch Return of the Living Dead Part Two not that long ago. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. It's, it's something definitely we'll have not to talk as, about. It's definitely not as good as the first one. It's not bad. No, it's not awful. No, it's not um, bad. But very comedic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, Tom Matthews does a great job, and he plays Tommy Jarvis in this movie. So to catch you up, Tommy Jarvis, the character we'll talk about, was in part four uh, as about a 13, 12, 13-year-old boy. Corey Feldman. Played by Corey Feldman, and he kills... Jason in part mm-hmm. four, the final chapter. Pretty brutally. Die! <laughs> die! Die! Hacks him with a machete. Jason slides down the machete. Yeah. Part five finds Tommy Jarvis as being um, about five years older, and he has gone to a mental hospital, mm-hmm. and now he's at a camp for wayward souls, I guess. Mm-hmm. A halfway house. A halfway house. And uh, while he's at camp, he witnesses a murder that happens between two of the um, halfway house residents. And Jason haunts his dreams, and Jason comes back. But it's not really Jason. It's a guy. It's an imposter. Pretending to yeah. be Jason. Uh, spoiler alert. A <laughs> uh, guy pretending to be Jason who uh, decide he goes crazy because his son was the one who got killed yeah. uh, at the halfway house. And uh, it ends up being Roy Burns. I Roy, believe. you asshole. I believe his last name yeah. is. But it's Roy, who was the paramedic, whose son got killed. And uh, he goes crazy. Yeah. And Tommy Jarvis ends up killing him. Mm-hmm. And that's where part six kind of, mm-hmm. well, I didn't, doesn't really pick up. Yeah. But part six is Tommy so, yeah. and Horshack. <laughs> from Welcome Back, Cotter. So, so at this point in the Friday Thirteenth timeline, five has has been proven to be very polarizing. Yeah, yeah. So they wanted to come back to and like it, fans wanted Jason. Mm-hmm. Fans wanted Jason, and they end up. Part five ends up very similar as part four, uh, with Tommy Jarvis kind of looking at the camera. Um, in part four, mm-hmm. in part five, he had dons the Jason mask at the very end of the film. And so you're thinking, oh, well, it's Tommy Jarvis going to pick now? up the reins. Yeah. But you're right. Fans said, fuck this. No. Just like they did at <laughs> Halloween three. We want to see more <laughs> Michael, Michael Myers. Myers. Uh, it, but they couldn't be more wrong about Halloween three. And, 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 <laughs> and, and to that point, though, uh. I think being a Friday the 13th fan, part five gets very little respect. Yeah. 
The last time I watched it, I was like, this movie's a lot better than I remember it it being. It's definitely not bad. And I would argue that with just minor tweaks, Mm -hmm. this movie, part five, could be on the level of Scream. Because if they would have done it in such a way to where it's like a mystery Mm -hmm. of who the killer was, it's really not a mystery when you watch it now. You're like, okay, it's that fucking paramedic. Like, Yeah, the way they (laughs) execute it just feels like a trick. Like, oh. Yeah. But if they would have done it a little bit better, like you could have seen that movie spawning other mm-hmm. movies where there's copycat killers. Yeah. Um, and you're right about Halloween 3. Halloween 3 is a great story. Um, it's just not Michael Myers. And that's I, what people wanted to mm-hmm. see. Dare I say. Your favorite? Halloween 3 is the best Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it, that, I don't think that's true. I think It's Halloween, not mine, but it's up there. I think Halloween 1 <laughs> is probably better. Yeah. But I think if you pair Halloween 1 with Halloween 3, that's a good and and that's kind of what john carpenter wanted to do right yeah different type of movie every every halloween yeah dare i say i like halloween too better than halloween (laughs) you've already said it on this podcast and i think you're nuts because i did watch halloween too not that long ago over over halloween and uh i was like it's really not that great i think it's a better setting it's all right i like the setting setting, yeah do you know originally friday 13th part three was supposed to take place in a hospital Mm-hmm. And we were supposed to follow the character of Ginny, played mm-hmm. by Amy Steele. She was surviving, mm-hmm. and she was going to be in the hospital, much like Laurie Strode survives. But oh, they Hall- got Jason's corpse there too, or something. Jason was going to come. Were they like someone already made this movie? It came out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like as they were discussing like what oh, they were going to do, like, that's well, when Halloween shit. Two came out because I think right. Halloween Two was around eighty one, eighty two, eighty one. And so they were like, "Well, we can't do that shit. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll just make, son of a bitch. <laughs> we'll just make a whole new thing, uh, which." I'm very happy about it. I love Friday 13th part three, yeah. but uh, let's talk about part six though. This movie gets right to the point. Dude, that was one thing. <laughs> they cut to the chase. That was one thing that I really appreciate yes. with this film is like, well, there's no fucking around. Nah. No, there's no setup. Everybody, Tom, Tom McLaughlin. Yeah. The director, the director yeah. and writer. I think he understands it and he gets that. Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. We want to get right to Jason. So we are introduced to Tommy Jarvis and Horshack as they're riding to, um, his name is not Horshack, but it was played by uh, Ron Palillo, RIP. They're driving from the insane mental hospital or wherever they're staying at. And uh, Jarvis explains that he's got to see Jason's body. He's Mm got to make sure that he's dead. Yeah, I got to make sure he's in hell. He's, He's obsessed. And so they drive to the grave site where he's buried. Now, Here's my question for you. <laughs> Is it about the tombstone? It's about all. It's a, yeah. <laughs> okay. So Jason was a, a mass murdering shithead. All right. Killed what, 25 people over the course of three yeah. days. How yeah. did he get a proper burial site? And a and tombstone. And who, tombstone. Who paid for the tombstone? Who Did people attend the funeral? Did people weep? Who were the pallbearers? <laughs> who gave the eulogy? I want to know. Now, in the original script, I will give this, though. In the original script, uh, we are introduced at the very end to Elias Voorhees, who is Jason's father. Ah. In the original script, he pays for the caretaking of the okay. of the grave. But that's not explained in the movie, so I'm not going to talk about the what-ifs and the could-have-beens. I'm going to talk about what happened here. Would a mass murderer like that... Like, where did they bury Charlie Manson? Where did they bury Jeffrey Dahmer or John Gacy? Right? Like, they don't... 
do they have regular I don't, grapes? I don't know. <laughs> or do they like, just burn them and scatter their ashes in a toilet? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. But apparently they do, and um, they the, dig up. The atmosphere of that graveyard is pretty cool, though. Like all the fog and... Like uh, there's like a when they're driving, there's a dog eating roadkill on the side of the road. Yeah. Like there's some there's some cool atmosphere going on. You know, some of those serial killers. I wonder. I think their body, some of their bodies, may have gone to science. Maybe, maybe, maybe because yeah. no one wants to claim them. Like who's gonna want to be like, yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Well, somebody. I think collection. maybe they. Yeah, I think maybe their <laughs> maybe their brains have gone to science mm-hmm. or maybe and do then some research. On the it. rest probably got incinerated. Yeah. Um, interesting thing when people. In any movie, dig up a grave. It takes it, like five minutes. Isn't it also? Yeah, it does take five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, it looks like a job. But uh. isn't it also interesting that when they hit the grave, it's like everything around them is also at the same level of digging. Like, <laughs> like it's like, oh, we hit it, and then they just move some dirt, and they're able to open it's it there. up. Yeah. It's like, when you hit that, you also got to clear... So four feet in front of you, four feet <laughs> yeah. behind you, and when you're when you're digging something up, like it's a big fucking mess. It's it's a big process. But it, two of guys, course, yeah. The, the magic last of time film. I dug up a grave, uh, yeah, <laughs> very laborious process. And two idiots like Horshack and fucking Tommy Jarvis, they're not going to be able to do that quickly. But you know, it's fucking cinema. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll forgive it. But it always bothers me. <laughs> yeah. It always bothers me. They're like, oh, I hit it, and then yeah. they clear off dirt, clear off and the they're dirt. able. To, there, there it is. Yeah, there. I think there's a lot of moments when, when, when they we, pop that when, uh, casket open. Yeah. Though he looks awesome. Oh, he's all covered in maggots oh, and yeah. shit. He's covered in maggots, and he's really like, um, like emaciated and disintegrated, yeah, and like just, just deteriorated. Deteriorated. Thank you. Yeah. Um, doesn't look anything like when the actor. CJ yeah. Graham finally is playing him mm-hmm. yeah. because then he has more. He looks like the swamp thing. Yeah, yeah. He just... <laughs> like his face does. Um, but it is a really cool scene. So, uh, Tommy Jarvis, we're, we're like two seconds into the movie and we spent <laughs> like a half hour talking about it. Uh, Tommy Jarvis digs up the grave, opens it up, and he's like, I need to make sure he's fucking dead. Uh, it looks pretty dead to me. Yeah, that's pretty much what Horshack says. He's like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, excuse me, the creeps. <laughs> but Jarvis grabs a, a, ro- a, a rod, yeah. a big old Like a metal, piece of the fence from the cemetery. And he starts jamming it into uh, It's like, come on, Jason. Tommy, it's not a fucking vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 drive a stake through him. Yeah! <laughs> and, yeah. And he tosses the mask in there. Like, all right, you stabbed. Fuck you, you, Jason. You yeah. stabbed a corpse. And then he goes and grabs a can of gasoline. He's like, that's not enough. I also got to burn this guy. Well, that's what he probably should have done in the first place. (laughs) Well, as he goes to grab the gasoline, there's a lightning storm that strikes. Of course. Mm -hmm. And lightning hits the metal rod that is not only once, twice, but lightning strikes twice in the The same same spot. (laughs) You can't make this up. And hits, well, you can. (laughs) They they did. Uh, Hits Jason, bringing him back. He's Frankenstein-like. Yep. And that's a cool shot where his eyes open. Yeah. He's just like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, the eyes open and the maggots all around his head, or around his eye. Yeah. Uh, pretty pretty awesome. Jason Stein. Yep, yep, Jason Stein. It's alive. Very much so ripped off of Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. Bringing him back and the way to bring him back. But I thought it was creatively done. Like, okay, and this is the turning point. This movie is the turning point for Jason. This is where he becomes inhuman. Because mm-hmm. after this, he's zombie Jason now. He's zombie Jason, and no rules apply. You can shoot him, yeah. you can stab him, you can kick yeah, him in the it balls. Matter. It doesn't matter. Man. He's a zombie. He likes it. 
He loves it. He loves kicking. <laughs> loves kicking kicks in to the, the nuts. Give me a swift kick in the nards. <laughs> um, but Poor before before that, like in parts two, three, and four, he was he, he had human attributes. Yeah, but kind of. <laughs> I mean, he didn't die when he got yeah. hung, but <laughs> uh, but anyway, he comes back to life. He proceeds to kill uh, Horshack by ripping his heart right out of his. It punches him through the back, and like his heart comes out the front. Yeah, like, awesome. It yeah. was. Uh, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it was Johnny Cage style. Like also, yeah, like also worth, also worth <laughs> noting that uh, his mask isn't on, which is also cool. Like it's yeah. like a maskless, maskless face. Yeah, but we don't really see a good glimpse of his just face. a little bit. Yeah, but one thing I'll say though is that Horshack really defended his friend. Like Jarvis was getting attacked, yep. and all of a sudden, little Ron Palillo ah! comes out, and he's like, oh, "I've got to get you!" I'll like, get you, buddy. <laughs> like he had balls. Like mm-hmm. if that was me, I would have been like, "See ya, deuces." I'm, I'm going back <laughs> to the mental hospital. I'm out of here. Jarvis is uh, there. Uh, he's trying to like light a match. Yeah, <laughs> and, but it starts raining. It starts oh, raining what? and terrible luck. And fucking, uh, they're they're fighting. Uh, ultimately, Jarvis gets away. And uh, Jason grabs the mask and yep, puts, it, puts on. it on. Now this mask is different, yeah, than the part three and four mask. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks, doesn't. It have, looks heavier. It looks. Larger. It doesn't have the chevrons on the side. Yeah, it's, it's on the top. Just one. It's just got the yeah. one red um, triangle. This the is top. the mask that I have. So this my is, replica mask is a part six mask. Yeah, you like this, Jason? I do. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I do like this, Jason. Um, and he's also wearing different clothes um, in part three and four. Like when he would have truly died, he would have. Apparently, they changed his clothes when they buried the funeral, him. Funeral, yeah. <laughs> but, this was his favorite jumpsuit. Yeah, he's wearing more of like a jumpsuit, and he he gets a tool belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got gloves. Oh yeah, yeah. Put him, put it, give him his utility belt and his gloves, please. Yeah, that he uh, loves so much. Yeah, because he never had that shit before. <laughs> but uh, he puts on this new mask and. Like I said, I mean, we're into it. And we get a James Bond opening. We get a James Bond uh, opening after after that introductory scene. Yeah. And uh, Tom McLaughlin um, really went for a lot of the jokes mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. There was a lot of humor yeah. in this movie. Um, some might say too much, mm-hmm. but we'll save that for the review. <laughs> Now let's go through some of the kills. Yeah. I mean, we know what happens. All right. The one thing I'll say about this movie, though, is that there's actually a camp that's open and kids actually come. That's the yep. only time in any Friday the 13th movie yep. that there's been a summer camp where the kids have come. Previously, they were always setting up for it. Jason, the first group that he kills, oh, two of the counselors are driving up together mm-hmm. and they're driving like a VW bug. Yep. And uh, they come across Jason, and the woman even acknowledges. <laughs> She's like, "I've seen enough horror movies. She's smart to yep. know. Yep, if, they, if there's a mask man, we need to get the fuck out of here. That mm-hmm. could be one of the earlier instances of of a character acknowledging the rules, the rules. Yeah, and horror men." Yeah. yeah, and she is the smart one. The the yeah. boyfriend is... But she's a, a very minor character, though. Yeah. Well, he grabs a gun. He's like, I'm going to go out there and be a hero and scare this guy off. And Yeah, because yeah, she's like, we're going to drive back into town backwards. Yeah. And he's like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. I'll take care of this. Yeah. And he shoots Jason a couple times, and Jason has none of it. Jason kills him. That kill is great, too, because Jason stabs him like with a crowbar or the piece of the fence or something yeah. like that. And then Lifts tosses him, him over his shoulder like behind yep. him. And then stands there like, yeah. all right, bitch. Yep. And she's like, fuck <laughs> this. And then she gets out of the car mm-hmm. and she goes to run because the car gets stuck. 
Yeah, stuck in the mud. In the mud. She gets out of the car and goes to run. She falls in a puddle. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, take my money. Take my money. Yeah, yeah she's like offering her wallet. And, and then Jason's money. gone. And she's like, oh. And of course, he pops up in front of her. Yeah. Stabs her with the fence post. Yep. And then her credit cards go uh, floating. The American don't, Express. Don't leave home without it. Yeah. 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 That he, line. He only takes mm-hmm. Visa. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. It's funny when I saw like that. <laughs> that gag Visa. with the credit card floating. I was like, how of the times though? That is like the most. The American Express. Oh yeah. Yeah. All the don't leave home without it stuff. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And and that's, you know, that's like the cliche thing Tom McLaughlin even said, like when he saw it, like he was hoping people would get that gag and he mm-hmm. went and saw it in the theater and someone screams out, don't leave home without it. And he goes, <laughs> I'm so clever. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> cut, cut to about three or four months ago, uh, David and I went and saw this in the theater. <laughs> and of course that scene happens and everybody in the crowd yells, don't leave home without uh-huh. it. Did they really? Yeah. Yeah. And I went, you fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate Why? Because they beat you guys to it? <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. Uh, I was waiting for some asshole to say it. <laughs> Were you guys like, I wanted to say it first. No. <laughs> I wanted to be the one. No. No, we were good. We were, we were, yeah, we were good. Yeah. <laughs> we were just holding hands. <laughs> that was what we were we just looked out. at each other. Like, oh. Uh, <laughs> That's us in the VW. <laughs> it could have been us. I like uh, to think I would have been a hero. <laughs> I would have been the girl. I would have offered him money. Uh, <laughs> I don't have an American. You guys, you guys in the theater. Uh, holding hands? No, you guys in the theater listening to the idiots who are like me listening to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> uh, so he kills them too. I mean, these kills happen pretty quickly. Yeah. Jarvis runs to the sheriff and he tells the sheriff, and he's like, <laughs> Jason's back. And the sheriff immediately pulls a gun on him. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. The sheriff's not fucking around. <laughs> yeah. I liked the sheriff. And then uh, Tommy tries to grab a gun. Like he goes to like <laughs> the safe or whatever. And the guy's like, hey, hold on. <laughs> Just help yourself to my weapons. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it, the, the town's not called Crystal Lake anymore. It's called Forest Green. Yeah. Yeah. They they want to distance themselves from the events that happened. Now, timeline wise, okay, this is ten years after the events of two, three, and four. Right. No, probably five years after the events of two, three, and four. It's ten years after the events of one. Of one. Yeah. Uh, which would put it at about nineteen ninety, ish. Yeah. The timeline in Friday the Thirteenth movies is all fucked. <laughs> yeah. By the way, because by the time part nine comes around it should be like 1998 mm-hmm. and that movie came out in like 1991 yeah. so it's like <laughs> shit gets screwed it's all, it's all cattywampus cattywampus is <laughs> true um so the sheriff's like you're fucking crazy whatever we get introduced to the counselors who one happens to be the sheriff's daughter yeah. and there's two other girls and a, and a boy and she likes tommy Oh, she immediately falls for Tom. I, yeah. There was no meow. I thought you were going to oh. meow. Yeah, uh, meow. <laughs> Small meow. Yeah, 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 meow. Uh, meow. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, um, But she, uh, she, yeah, she falls for Tommy right away. But these counselors, they are lost without their lead counselors who have been killed. A couple more deaths are going to happen here soon. And this. The gravekeeper, the graveyard. Not yet. No. This is the paintballers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And. Well, was this scene added? I thought that as well. I thought 
they needed they it, watched the movie and they're like we need yeah, more it felt kills. a little tacked on i thought yeah. but but no because the sheriff does find the body parts of one of the paintballers oh yeah that's true so unless they added that scene too I think maybe it just felt that way because there were just characters that were completely superfluous to the right. main story yeah, yeah but we see this these business execs yeah and they're out for a weekend um of uh paintballing as a team builder mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh jason hunts them down makes quick work of all of them yeah. yeah one of them he kills uh by just taking him he rips his arm off as he's throwing them against a tree and then it's like a happy face <laughs> yeah with blood <laughs> with blood yeah. and then uh another three he just takes a machete and one swipe <laughs> one swipe <laughs> he all hacks them all uh down <laughs> oh yeah this is where jason gets his machete because he gets it from one of the paintballers right. And this guy, for an exec, he's really angry. Like I've I've worked with some uh, business executives, and none of them are like that. But I guess they could be out there. And then there's the wormy little guy who's out there with him, and he runs away from Jason. We don't ever see him die. There's always a wormy little guy. Yeah. There is. There's always a nerd mm-hmm. in Friday Thirteenth movies. Yeah, who can't run in a straight line. And- yep. And and they always die. Yeah. Whether it be Shelley. In part three, mm-hmm. or Crispin Glover in part four. There's always a guy who's like, mm, I want that guy to live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or Franklin in Texas Chainsaw. Uh-huh. Yeah. The Just, only nerd. Please kill that guy. <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah. He's, he, he was annoying. He was <laughs> 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 <was> like this. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Franklin. Fucking I'm glad they saw oh, him in Yeah, half. dude. I clapped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I applauded I mean, that. Sally uh, had to witness her brother die, but she you was know what? fucking relieved. Yeah, sure. she was. She Thank was like Christ. She was like, thanks. <laughs> fucking That's knuckle, why she agreed to dinner. To face, bump. <laughs> That's why she agreed to have dinner with yeah. him. <laughs> it's like, you know what? My treat. He's like, well. He's like, I'll own a cook. It's like, well, I'll pay <laughs> only if I can pay for the ingredients. I insist. I insist. You kind of just did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Spokes uh, in their in their meat. <laughs> From his wheelchair. <laughs> what is uh, this? No, that's just a spoke. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kills the paintballers, and then uh, Tommy's getting led out of town, and he leads the sheriff to the graveyard. Yeah. He's like, "Look, I dug him up," but the grave uh, digger, instead of the sheriff like taking him back to the mental institute, he just has this bright idea of just driving to the edge of town. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah get out. This <laughs> is the edge of my jurisdiction. Yep. Uh, but they go to the back. graveyard and the gravedigger's like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's it's already covered up. And the sheriff's like, see, you're nuts. <laughs> Jarvis is like, whatever. So they take him out. Uh, and then the gravedigger's like, what do they think I am? Some kind of fart head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fart head. <laughs> and then it cuts to the kids at camp going, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's right. So there's kind of a joke there. But uh, it shows the interactions between the female counselors and the male counselor. And they're... Um, appropriate uh, gender of people. The male counselor, John Travolta's nephew. Yeah, looks just like him. Does. He's like, hey, yeah. well, what do you got to do here? <laughs> kind of another like uh, uh, John Travolta uh, link here because we had Horshack from Welcome Back, Connor. Oh, yeah. And oh, now we have John Travolta's nephew. Dude, that scene with the nephew like talking to the boys about Indian uh, Native American stuff, yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> uh, if he wants a squaw, like you know, he's got some stuff to do. He's got some. He's got some Indian shit. <laughs> he doesn't say shit. But he's like, he's got some Indian stuff to do. Yeah, it's really like. So I don't know. Stupid. I don't know who cares. <laughs> he's like real nonchalant. Yeah. Time goes by. 
I'm trying to think of who dies next. The oh. caretaker dies. Well, yeah. There's also like a young couple. Yeah, right? there's a young couple out in the woods, and the the dude is proposing to the girl. Yeah. And then the caretaker. And there's some more random characters. The yep. yeah, more random characters. The caretaker's uh, walking through the woods, and he's drinking his. He's alcohol <laughs> and then he looks at the bottle and he goes you're gonna be the death of me <laughs> here's another fucking joke then of course jason takes the bottle when he throws the bottle over his shoulder but he never hears it land yeah he's like what turns around jason's got the bottle he cracks it uh breaks it and slices the caretaker's neck with it yep. it was the death of him mm, <laughs> very clever <laughs> um they hear the screaming. The couple does. So the man's like, you wait here. I'll go <laughs> I'll see handle this. <laughs> and then he comes running back like a bitch. He's all, oh, <laughs> shit. Let's get the fuck out of here. Go. <laughs> I was surprised. I was surprised he went back and got her. <laughs> I would have just headed for the hills. I would have been like, you're on your own. <laughs> see ya. Uh, but Jason catches them. And uh, they die. That was that's a cool scene too, because Jason's like hacking up the um, caretaker, and the guy sees him from the distance. Like, yeah, and he's distance. like, oh and, shit, and he's like chopping from the distance. <laughs> from the distance. <laughs> oh, what have I done? Oh. Jason looks so cool. <sighs> Jason's watching Jason. us from Jason. a distance. <laughs> Did you ever know that you're my hero? This is just gonna be full on Bette Midler day. <laughs> just ballads <laughs> as the day is long. Um. Anyway, so Jason's hacking up the caretaker, and this guy sees him from the woods, and you're like, "Oh, Jason doesn't know he's there." And like mid hack, Jason stops and turns to the camera, and I thought that was a good Jason moment, right? Mm-hmm. It's like that image of him and let's talk about cj graham who plays jason in this one now he's a really cool guy he is a really cool guy in person he's such a nice guy he's very nice um and a big guy like yeah yeah, he's a big dude he's probably like this oh well he's probably the third largest jason at this point but yeah the freddy versus jason dudes is huge huge but uh cj graham's probably about six three six four Uh, yeah probably yeah um he uh is he your favorite Jason? He might be. Um, I don't know. I like Kane Hodder a lot, too. Yeah. I also like the guy, part, part three. three. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Richard Brooker. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. He did. Ted White was awesome. Oh, yeah. Too. Ted, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ted part, four, White. Ted part, four, awesome. part four is one of my favorites. But anyway, regardless. Ted White just had a birthday. I know, 94. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Which means he was like 50. No. He was, he was, the, old, like he was, the, he was the oldest Jason. Yeah, yeah, he was good in part four. Jason. Um, but the couple, he impales them both, right? Like oh, shish kebab style, right? They get on a motorcycle. They get on his crotch rocket. Yep. Yeah. And before the Kawasaki can take <laughs> off, he stabs them with a with a knife right through both of them. Uh, which I thought would have been a good opportunity to decapitate. Like if they would have been riding away on the motorcycle and he just, headless. Yeah, <laughs> that'd have been cool. Yeah, but that didn't happen. The girl counselors are back at the camp. And they're playing cards, and the one counselor says to the other, I'm going to teach you a game called Camp Blood. And she starts to talk about the rules. I don't understand how to play this game, <laughs> but some people online have gone through and determined the rules of the game. So oh, that's cool. you can look up Camp Blood, the card game, and find out exactly how to play, but I don't think there's real rules. It's not like playing <laughs> poker or euchre or anything like that. The boy counselor, John Travolta, we'll just call him John just Travolta. Call him John, Travolta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> John Travolta, he's out with a girl and they're getting it on. 
Yeah. And oh, in the girl, RV? Yeah. yeah, with Alice Cooper. Oh, yeah. yeah. This girl is listening to some music. She's she's very 80s. She's very 80s rocker chick, and she's fucking him. Yeah, it's a and teenage like, Frankenstein. And she's like riding him. Uh, but like the music is important. Like she has to like listen to the she music. She has to listen to the music, and she doesn't want him to finish until till the music's done. And, <laughs> and he's, he's like, like, how well, long is this song? And she's like, 10 more minutes. And he's in fucking pain. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm not going to oh. last. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. He's thinking about everything. Baseball. <laughs> yeah. His uncle. Think nothing. Think unsexy thoughts. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, God, how am I going to survive? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the power goes out in the RV. Yeah. And she's like, go check it out. Now, it's a summer camp, right? It's awfully fucking cold. Because everybody's always shivering. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. aren't they at summer camp? Isn't it like June? <laughs> like, it shouldn't be this cold. But uh, he goes out there to check it out, and he sees that. It was a frayed wire. Frayed wire. And she comes out, kind of gives him a little jump scare. And he's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Which, again, smart move, right? Yeah. Like, he's making a good choice. Yeah, yeah, something bad has happened. So, for a box of rocks, <laughs> made a good decision. <laughs> thanks. Hey, um, thanks. I do what I can. <laughs> so, get get back in the RV, and he starts driving, and then he's like, yeah, let's listen to some music. Crank it up. Yeah. <laughs> and he turns on the music. He's like, this is fucking great. This is great. You know, as he's driving away, she's bouncing around back there. I love that. Yeah. He, like, guns it, and, like, she flies backwards, and, yeah. uh, and she gets up. Unbeknownst to anybody. He can't drive worth a shit. Well, he can't drive worth a shit, but also Jason is in the bathroom. Yep. So Jason comes out. And he proceeds fire to fire off a deuce. <laughs> he, he just got done taking a shit. And he proceeds to attack the girl, to which John Travolta's like, hey, you enjoyed <laughs> you t- this guy? You sound like having a great time back there. Hey, what are you, taking a dump? <laughs> and then uh, Jason takes, this is a good kill too. Yeah. He takes her face and shoves it through the side of the RV. It's so awesome. Yeah, and you see like the face. Imprint. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a cool overhead shot too of the fight, uh, the, the fight of them in the bathroom. I thought yeah. that was a cool choice yeah. where they placed the camera. So Travolta's fucking driving along and then uh, Jason comes up behind him, stabs him in the head with a knife. Yeah wrecks the the thing overturns rv the and rv like rolls another awesome shot like when that rv flips and then of course yeah. you got the ultimate shot jason that's probably a, standing on top, on top of the of rv it, where a lot of the budget went yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that action scene exactly it was really cool so uh then we're we're back at camp um there's some other shit that happens tommy's getting caught by the cops they lead him out of town. They accuse him of like the killing. Like they came across some of the victims. Mm-hmm. The sheriff accuses him. They lock him up in the cell. But his daughter's like, no, no he, he didn't was do with it. Me. He was with me. She sneaks him out. Uh, they go back to. We cut back to the camp. Um, one of the girls. How does the white girl die? Oh, she doesn't die yet. Uh, the one girl thinks that they're all playing a joke on her. And yeah. she like pours water out the window, like on top of somebody's head, but it's not really happening. Mm-hmm. And then she gets killed. She gets her head chopped. She gets her off. head pulled off. Yeah, pulled off. And then the other girl comes back, and she's looking around for everybody. She gets massacred. So when the main girl, the survivor girl, comes back, the room is covered, it's covered in, in blood. blood. Right. Everybody's fucking gone. But Jason never kills any of the kids. No. He sees them. He stands over him, but he doesn't kill him. Yeah. Uh, Jarvis gets back there. The sheriff is there. Jarvis can't say padlock. Did you know this? He's no, like, I didn't know He's that. like, give me the padlock. 
Pad walk. What? Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Watch that, watch that scene again because he's like, just give me the pad walk. <laughs> I did not catch twice. that. I love when he's on the boat and he has the boulder. Oh, that really like, heavy how, boulder. Yeah, how heavy is that boulder? Well, first of all, it's not that heavy because A, he was able to move it. But like, you're talking about zombie Jason. Yeah. Like, he can't like just drag a boulder. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and it's I a love, fucking movie. I love when he tells Megan. He's like, oh, Megan, that was her name. Yeah. He's like, he tells her like to get back to the cabin with the kids. Uh-huh. And then like they hear screaming and she runs towards the cabin. He's like, no, Megan, yeah. Megan, no. Like, it's like Megan. he just told her to go. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. They put the kids back in the cabin. They're like, everything's gonna be fine. And the kids are freaking out. Be just fine. And one kid like looks at that. He's like, we're gonna get. We're all gonna die or something yeah. like that. He goes, what were you gonna what be? What were you gonna be when you grew up? <laughs> yeah. And the kid gives a double take, like, oh, what? <laughs> I love how the girl was having bad dreams and her name was Nancy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yes. yeah. I caught that too. Did you know there were a lot of references in this movie? Uh, like uh, Cunningham Street, Carpenter. Yep. Carpenter was the other de- uh, police department. Yeah, or town. Yeah, and then um, the the uh, store that he met Megan at was called Carloffs. Yep. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of uh, nods. nods to other horror greats. Um, sheriff, his deputy gets killed. Yeah, they start getting killed. And the sheriff... He gets uh, an arrow through the head, I think, the deputy guy. One guy gets his head crushed. Yeah, the little girl sees him. The little girl's like, hey, there's a monster after us. And he's like, there's no monster. Boom. He gets attacked. And the girl's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. ah! I told you. <laughs> runs away. The sheriff shoots at Jason a few times, gets off uh, a full round, six bullets. He empties his <laughs> Magazine? Chamber. Chamber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he empties the whole, the whole uh, revolver into him. And uh, he starts running. Jason's then chasing after Megan, the sheriff's daughter. So the sheriff goes after Jason. And Big mistake. Jason kills the sheriff. Yeah. Bends him in half yeah. backwards. Yeah. yeah, Gives him the old cop in a half. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good uh, fold. Like, it was a good fold. Folded him backwards. Yeah, like, Sometimes ooh. my back really hurts. And I'm ooh. like, God, I wish someone would do that. Yeah. Just bend me backwards. Mm-hmm. Crack oh. on my bones. <laughs> Jarvis is out in the water, like uh, Alan said. He's got a boulder with a padwalk. <laughs> a padwalk. <laughs> and he's taunting Jason, like, Jason, it's me you want. Come yeah, on, you come pussy. On, maggot head. Come, come on, maggot, maggot head. head. Come on, you fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah, he does like, say that. Yeah, Jason's like, pussy. <laughs> Jason's like, hey, nobody calls nobody me Nobody calls a pussy. me a pussy. I'm brave. I'm not a pussy. I ain't afraid of nothing and nobody. <laughs> so Jason goes chasing after him. Megan calls for Tommy. Jason stops. Tommy. But ultimately, Jason goes out there. He pours gasoline in the water and okay. lights it like for a nice lake ambience. of fire. A nice oh, yeah. ambience. No, no. <laughs> I, I I was watching nice this the effect. other day. I was watching this the other day and I was like, very I, romantic. I've never really understood why he did that. Maybe it's to <laughs> the like because it looks cool. <laughs> well, I, I mean, obviously, I said to my wife, I go, I guess because it looks cool, right? <laughs> but like, what's the motivation behind it? Maybe it's to. Like so, Jason knows where he's at. When Jason's underwater, he's like, looking <laughs> "I need up. a reference point." It's very dark down here, and I don't uh, have my mask. Very my, dark my in the water. Mask. However, when they go underwater, like everybody's got their eyes open and they can see. Yeah, like it's true. Have you ever been in a lake you and open your eyes? Even in the daytime, you no. can't see shit. Oh no! And you, underwater, everything's cloudy. Even I in a swimming, glasses. Even in a swimming pool, I can never see underwater. No, no. you can see, but you can't make out very details. Blurry, right, yeah, right. Fuck that shit. (laughs) Anyway, so he lights a fire. Jason comes up. Tommy puts the chain around his neck um, and Jason sinks to the bottom. But he also grabs Tommy, who drowns. 
Mm-hmm. Megan swims out to save Tommy. Jason grabs her. She gets enough energy to start the motor on the boat. Motor starts and she aims it right for Jason's jaw. <laughs> Chops him up. Mm-hmm. What's your price for flight? Yeah. Um, guts <laughs> and blood. Not guts, but chunks. Chunks, yeah. Chunks. I don't know where it took it, it from. It looks like chum from like Jaws or <laughs> yeah. something. It's like, we're going to need a bigger boat. Chum in this shit. So Jason's dead. She grabs Tommy. She pulls him ashore. All the kids come down to the shore. She gives mouth to mouth. She gives him some real bullshit CPR. Yeah. You got to be doing staying alive. Yeah. She just breathes into him and he starts coughing up water. He's like, I'm good. He's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm alive. Yeah. And he's like the only one. Now, this chick fell in love with this guy real quick. And all of her friends are dead. Her dad's dead. Her dad's employees are dead, except for the one that they locked up in the police cell. <laughs> which that guy's got to be oh, so yeah. thankful that he's like back there. They never went back for him. He died of starvation <laughs> and dehydration. It's just a corpse. Poor thing. <laughs> no, the keys were the keys weren't that oh, far away. Oh yeah, that's he right. probably could have just like taken off a boot and thrown it, <laughs> dragged it where the laser goes. The bang. Yeah. What does he say? Kablang. Is that what he says? Whatever he says is stupid. It is fucking lame. <laughs> Kablow. Kablow. I think he says something, something stupid. Anyway. Uh, Tommy's, then, yeah, Tommy's like Jason's home now. Yeah. His final resting place. Jason's home with my pad walks. <laughs> with my pad walks. <laughs> and then uh, underwater, we get a shot of Jason with the chain kind of just hanging out. And it's very buoyant. Close up. Mm. He is. And then there's a close up of his eye and his eye opens. He's the man behind the mask, and he's out of control. I like that song. That's not a, that's it's not a bad. It's song. not a bad closing a theme. No. Um, the end. The end. Let's <laughs> take a drink. <laughs> Do you want me to start this one? Yes. Since my pick. Yes. Uh, I've said before on this. Show, I think our very first episode that this is my favorite Friday the Thirteenth movie. I don't know if that's still true. Um, <laughs> oh. I do like this movie. Um, yeah. It's. I think three, four. Three, four, and six are probably... I like two. I don't know. It's up there. I like this movie a lot. It is far from perfect, but none of the... Let's be honest. None of the Friday the 13th movies are great. I wouldn't say any of them are. Um, Agreed. They are all, all of them are entertaining, um, and that's where I. That's why I really like this one. So I think... I love that they get right to it. Um, there's lots of kills. Um, moves at a very fast pace. There's a lot of humor. Um, I agree, Brett. I think there's a bit... Too much humor, like some of the jokes were were, too forced. were dad jokes or just kind of lame. Or it's like, oh, come on. Did you say like, dad jokes? Yeah. Hey, there's nothing wrong with dad jokes, all right? <laughs> uh, there was just like, yeah, some of the jokes are just very low hanging fruit kind of stuff. Yeah. It was like, all right, all right, all right. Um, another con- gripe, and I know this unlike is a, us, who we're all like our very jokes. highbrow. Yeah, we uh-huh. never go for low hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> all it takes for one of us to say a word, and we start singing a song that has that word in it. Yeah, we're. Very very clever. Uh, I don't think at the time, like, <laughs> like just just to interject. Oh fuck! Are you going to defend my singing? No 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 no. Uh, uh, Please do. I think the humor. I, I just don't think it's aged well. Yeah. I think at the time, I think maybe people maybe. laughed. Maybe. But who knows? And I, it's cheesy. I, but I admire yeah. the attempt. Yeah. This movie was like really the first of the Friday the Thirteenth movies that. Well, part three does it a little bit too, but to, to really kind of inject quite a bit of humor. It's self. 
realizing self-defacing. Yep. They break the fourth yeah. wall a couple times. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. well, the definitely caretaker. the caretaker. Like some people had a funny idea of yeah. entertainment or something like that. Yeah. What do they think I am? A Sick. farthead. <laughs> a farthead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I know another common gripe about this movie is that it's not particularly gory. So there's a lot of kills, um, right. but there's not a, a whole lot of blood. But they had to cut a lot of stuff to get the R rating to get the R rating. But the things I like, so I really like the atmosphere. Brett, you mentioned like this is the first one that really has like kids at summer camp and they have a lot of cool scenes of like camp type stuff. I love like the lake and the fog over the lake. I thought the fire thing, even though the fire served no purpose, was a cool visual. (laughs) Yeah. The RV flipping was really cool. Um, I just find this movie overall uh, a lot of fun. My rating, this is a tough one because I don't think any of the Friday the 13th movies are so I'm kind of grading it on this that scale. So I'm going to go three and a half. Oh, wow. You're going on a Friday the 13th grading scale. Yeah. What would you give it really, though? Let's uh, let's do a realistic okay. rating. Yeah. Well, that, I'll come down I'll come down a half. So I'll go three. Okay. Because I think compared I gave, to every I gave the first one two and a half. And I like this one better than that one. Okay. See, but now I feel like I have to go three and a half because I got to leave <laughs> slop because we're going to review other ones. Okay. That are well, that's between, fine. So. That's fine. Three I'm going to go three and a half. And, and you're really entertained by this movie and I get it. Like it's an entertaining movie. It's a fun movie. Oh, um, it was also the first Friday the 13th movie I ever saw. So there's hmm. some nostalgia too. Yeah. Now this movie. That's fair. This movie was, I feel like the inspiration behind the NES game. Although the image that they use on the cover is from part seven. Yep. Mm-hmm. The movie is, I think, the inspiration because it's got the kids at the camp. And like I said, this was the only one. And I had yeah. played the video game a lot before I ever saw any Friday the 13th movie. So that was another thing. Like when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is just like the video game. <laughs> Except for he's not purple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With a blue mask. I remember this movie. I remember watching it with my sister. Uh, we rented it. And I remember loving it. And loving it because I'm like, Jason's back. And he's out of control. He's out of control. (laughs) Uh, Did you know he's the man behind the mask? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You may have thought he was in control. (laughs) Wrong. This guy is out of control. I also like Alice Cooper. So I like like that song. Um, But uh, the more I watch it, and I've watched it three times. I think I was telling you guys, I've watched it like three times in the past five months. One in the theater, which was a lot of fun. That was fun. And uh, I really am like, God, this movie is not that good. (laughs) (laughs) As far as Friday the 13th movies go, I think, uh, David, you hit it on the head. Three and four are probably my favorite with two, one, and then six is probably like down towards the number four or five slot. Yeah, It's... um, it used to be one of my favorites. It used to be one of my top two. But the more I watch it, the more I'm like, ugh. <laughs> it's just kind of cringeworthy sometimes. I love Tom Matthews. Uh, I love the kills. I think the kills are good. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of gore. But, you know, realistically, there wasn't a lot of gore in part five either. And even that's, part yeah, seven. Even yeah. part seven, like, um, John Carl Beekler had to cut a lot of shit out of his too. Um, and there wasn't a lot of gore. So we can't really compare it on that, but I thought the kills were creative. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cheesy. The paintballers. Oh yeah, yeah. That, was, that was that was lame. And yeah. the music was stupid at that part too. The oh yeah, kind of like military type. Yeah. And I love the Henry Henry Manfredini music. 
Um, I listen to those scores all the time. Yeah. That song in particular, I fucking Skip hate. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that music. I haven't listened to the record yet. Is that track on the vinyl? Yes. It is? Yeah, it You're is. like, oh, I wish I could skip. <laughs> like, Are the Alice Cooper <laughs> tracks on the vinyl? No. No, no it's, it's not just the score. It's just the score. Yeah. yeah. Um, great, great score except for that song. So with all that being said, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with two because I'm going to rate it on the scale of like movies. Um, Friday the 13th movies, maybe I'd probably bump it up a little bit. But if we're just doing as a movie itself, yeah. it's it for me, it's got to be a two. It's fun. I really do like it. Yeah. Um, I think if you're watching it at a party, we've talked about this before. Yeah. This is a good movie to watch with people that you can like MST3K it. <laughs> yeah. Talk yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna rate it just as a standalone film. Like, yeah. not I'm not gonna compare it in the series, but uh, I give it a two as well. It's fun, but th- this was uh, this was kind of the start or kind of the moment where like horror films were kind of just poking at themselves, poking fun at themselves. Um, but a lot of the kills, you know, some of them were cutaways. Like you didn't really see it happen. Oh, that was the other thing too. That paintballer who got away. Yeah, we never see his death, and then yeah. we just see the remnants of you him. See, yeah, so I mean, it, let's like, see his death. Yeah, Show us his death. They never Show even filmed it. Yeah, there's not a like, there's not a lot of gore effects, and there's a lot of cutaways. Um, there's not a lot of gore effects. It's a lot of cutaways, and a lot of the kills were of very like minor characters or like characters that had, you know, it's just we kinda, don't even care about. Yeah, we don't even care about. They're kind of just thrown in. Um, the comedy bits actually didn't bother me. Like I said, at this moment in time, like um, comedy and horror like really started picking up. Um, but this isn't one of the ones where it's like very, really prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you said, this is fun to watch with other people. Um, I give it a two. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not my least favorite Friday the 13th, but it's definitely not my favorite. Um, but it has its moments. Um, you know, but it's, yeah. Yeah, I, that's, I give it a that's a two and a half overall, <laughs> which to me, that sounds right. That, that sounds about that fair. Feels, that feels fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. The music's, and I love Alice Cooper. So I, yeah. You know, so that that was a plus for me. Yeah. And real quick, uh, just to breaking news, uh, as we're sitting here, I got an email um, about uh, Never Hike in the Snow. Oh, yeah. Which is the sequel. I know in our first episode, we talked about Never Hike Alone, which yeah. was an awesome fan-made uh, film, uh, Friday the 13th inspired. Um, but there is a sequel, and it's going to be set in oh in the snow. It's actually a prequel. Uh, yeah, oh, a prequel. Okay. Um, and it looks like uh, they're actually going to start filming next month. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. And there's some photos on here of like the. I know we um, the police vehicle we donated. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. We donated some uh, money to their uh, to the Indiegogo Indiegogo campaign. Remind me afterwards. I owe you. I uh, the pins arrived, so I have your pin. Yeah, but did did I say that you could have the pin? I don't remember. Well, then you can give me the pin. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. um, anyway, uh, so that was Friday 13th. Two and a half. Seems about good to me yep. for Jason Lives. Okay, so the second movie in our double feature today is Nightmare on Elm, A Nightmare on Elm Street 6, uh, which was just called Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. Yeah. Uh, this movie was released in 1991. Uh, starring Robert England as Freddy Krueger once again. I saw this movie in the theater, by <laughs> Did the way. Did you really? This Did was you? the first horror movie 
that you saw? I saw in the theater. Did you see it in 3D? Yep. Nice. Now, the whole movie's not in 3D. You only put your 3D glasses on at the end. Yep. What did you think at that time? I was just excited to see a Freddy movie in the theater. Yeah. That's understandable. And I I was 14. Yeah. 13 or 14, so... What the fuck did I know about anything? Yeah. It was 1991. So you had like a youthful enthusiasm. Yeah. And, and you know, the stuff with the video gaming yeah. was yeah, kind of yeah. cool at the time because it's like, oh, now you're playing Man with, with power. <laughs> and and by 91, he by this time, he was already like... Jokey uh, Well, a household name and like... Oh, yeah. He was they a had the Freddy doll, figure the and, video yep. game and, you know... Definitely. And, you know, he also had the TV show, Freddy's Nightmares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was also the show Friday the 13th uh yeah. which was also in syndication it had nothing to do with jason but it was a show yeah. and it was on on i think where i lived it was on on either friday or saturday night and yeah. my mom and i used to watch those shows yeah. um, so, so it's interesting with jason jason lives that we had just talked about horror was starting to have a comedic edge to it it was starting mainstream to a little more mainstream mm-hmm. and then by 91 with, with freddie's dead it's very commercial oh, yep yeah. and i remember my mom my sister and i all went and saw it yeah. together. And uh, it was very accessible. It was. Yeah. <laughs> good family entertainment. Yeah. It was good family entertainment. I also <laughs> saw Jason Goes to Hell in the theater as well. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Okay, so what is this movie about? Well, we're continuing the saga of Freddy, except for this is years later. This is in the future. This movie takes place like 10 years in the future. Um as opposed to Nightmare on Elm Street uh, Part 5. And all the kids in Springwood, which Springwood's in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But in the first movie with Nancy, like there's clearly palm trees. Have we, did we talk We've about that? We've talked about this. Oh, okay. That yeah. it's clearly like, California. It really fucking bothers me. Oh. Um, yeah. It's like, just set it in California. Who gives a shit? But whatever. All the kids are dead except for one. Right. Who's like the sole survivor kid from Springwood. And... And it's like a computer graphic that's telling us this too. Yeah, it is. yeah, it's ten years from now. Yeah, all the kids are dead. There's one surviving teenager. Yep, and and we we meet him. He's flying in a plane. It's clearly oh. a dream. And before like it even does that, you get the the Nietzsche quote at the beginning. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then uh, yeah, and then the and Freddy then the Freddie quote. quote says, "Welcome to primetime, bitch." Yeah, and I'm just like, and we're off, yep. and I'm checked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me a Nietzsche and quote and beer time. It's so, like okay, it was great the first time three movies ago, yep. and yeah, you know now okay. So. He's like, you guys remember that time I said, welcome to prime time, bitch. Let's, let's put that three movies later. Yeah. I wonder if people ask him to say that. I I don't I don't think he probably cares. That was an improvised line, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but each subsequent director who's like, say welcome to prime time, bitch. He's probably like, you motherfuckers. Can you come up with something? I mean, yes, you're going to pay me a lot of money to do this. I'll gladly do it. Because you got to imagine that Robert England's time investment into these movies Besides the makeup, is maybe fourteen days. Yeah, he usually and he probably have makes a, whole... a good chunk of change. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. But I mean, he'd like the movie to be better. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, get on this broom," and he's like, "What?" And they're like, yeah, "Yeah, get on this broom, like uh, like the witch from Wizard of yeah, Oz." Yeah, like, say, "I'll get you, my pretty, <sighs> and your little dog too, or your little right. whatever, or your little you... soul." I yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> I fucking hate this movie. I'm gonna spoiler <laughs> yeah, alert. Let's go. We can rip. We can rip through this one pretty uh, quick. Cause... So this kid uh, goes. Uh, Freddie lets him live, and he basically puts him in a different town, 
and he's like, "Go fetch, doggy." Meaning, how do you do that? I don't fucking know. But he goes and he goes to a halfway house. Yep. There's some other kids. There's surprise, some other, surprise. Yeah. But there's Breck and Meyer. Yeah. Yeah. He's playing Ninja Gaiden on a, like a tiger game. Oh, God. Those, I, ha- I had that same game. Atari, I didn't have that, but those tiger games. Was it Atari? No, the little no. handheld uh, ones. No, but didn't Atari make it or wasn't it? Uh, no, no, it was Tiger. It was like, yeah. Okay. Tiger Electronics. Tiger, tiger Electronics. Oh, yeah. Those little things where. And they would like do like three. Different motions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember that. I had that one. They had a Ninja yep. Turtle one. I had a, they had a bunch. There was a bunch, yeah. I had a few you of them. You could only do like two things in them. Yeah. There's a really good episode <laughs> of Angry Video Game Nerd where he talks about all of those and he goes through all of them. I had the baseball one and a football one. I had a football one. I had the Ninja The Turtles baseball one was fucking awesome. It was a two player. Oh, that's cool. So you could go head to head. That's awesome. It was fucking awesome. I remember the Ninja Turtle one was green, and it came with a Pizza Hut coupon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. Those Ninja yep. Turtles, they like their pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. They're heroes <laughs> in a half shell. I too like pizza. Turtle yeah. power. Yep. They're the world's <laughs> most fearsome fighting teens. They're really hip. Yeah. <laughs> they're heroes there was, in a half shell, and they're green. There was nothing. Up. <laughs> there was nothing like being a kid and just eating a pepperoni pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, pepperoni is probably. Like I like supreme pizzas also. I do too. Like with onions and yeah. mushrooms. I can't do mushrooms or olives. I like green olives. Ugh. Oh, I like. I, I, I like olives. olives of all kinds. You know, oh, I love you. I love olives because <laughs> I love Greek food. You. <laughs> but I'm not crazy about them on my pizza lately. I love Kalamata olives. Oh, I love olives. Yeah, green, green olives, olives, black olives. Black olives are like my. I still love them. Yeah, but they're like I'd rather have a good green olive. Oh, me too. Mm. Nice Yum. and salty. I hate and olives, and, but this conversation was more interesting than this movie. Yeah, <laughs> <Let's> continue <laughs> talking about olives. About the history of olives. I'm, I'm not. I'm not opposed to any pizza topping. Like, what about pineapple and bacon? Or um, pineapple and ham. You know what? I'm not a fan. Not actually, on, not on pizza. Actually, I'm not a fan of bacon on pizza. Like, I'll eat it. But I don't order it. What I don't about cheeseburger it. pizza? Um, yeah, I'll eat, I'll eat cheeseburger. I'd rather just pizza, have a fucking cheeseburger. Yeah. You know what? I I love buffalo chicken pizza. Like that, that could be I'm, good. Or barbecue chicken pizza. I'm usually not a fan barbecue. of chicken on pizza. Um, I I like. Uh, you just like your pepperoni. Yeah, pepperoni sausage. Jalapeno. Jalapenos. Yeah. Peppers. Onions. Onions are good. Love onions. Green peppers. Green peppers. Red peppers. Whatever. Garlic. Garlic. Pieces of garlic. Yeah, garlic is good. Yeah. What about Alfredo sauce on pizza? Like a no, white, white pizza? No, I don't. Bad. I don't like white pizza. All right. I, I I love the red sauce. Oh, I love feta cheese also. That Do you? Good. Yeah, yeah, like, like a, a Greek, like a Greek pizza. Yeah, mm-hmm. with like feta a Mediterranean spin- pizza. Spinach. Good. Yeah, spinach isn't bad either. Like I'm, I'm welcome to the pizza podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I love pizza where like I don't like a, a whole lot of cheese, but I love the red sauce. Yeah, yeah. Thin crust or. Thin, thin yeah. crust. Yes, I love thin. I love crispy. Thin crust. Yep. The dough just fills me up. I don't. I don't want. Yeah, really I don't. Dough. I don't want to be overpowered by dough. The value to me comes. Turn to toppings. watch my carbs. Yeah, the value to me is in the toppings for sure. Yeah, not the not the crust. Yeah, and good cheese. Mm-hmm. A good cheese. Yeah. Freddie's dead. Oh, that's right. <sighs> Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> What? Oh, because we started talking about Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, Breckenmeyer, he's one of the kids. Yeah. He's like uh, a stoner kid. Yeah, his dad's really rich. Yeah, he made a pipe bomb. 
little scamp. I, and they're just like, I felt like oh. pipe bomb. I felt, down in the basement I felt like his character. I felt like his character wasn't a stoner kid at first, and then like they made him a stoner kid. Yeah, like but, he but like he had like that. he had like daddy issues, and you thought he was gonna be like a serious he's character. He's just a rebel, and then he's just a fucking moron. Yeah, yeah, he's just. And he's it's like, oh well, I thought you poor had a little some, rich kid. Yeah, I was like, I thought this kid like maybe had some value to him, but so it turns got, out he's a piece of shit. You got the you got the kid who's like deaf, whose mom beat the shit out of him, and that's why he can't hear. Mm-hmm. You got the girl whose dad like. Molester. molested her and then you got the the rich kid it's like fuck you yeah it's like, what's he doing yeah there? yeah oh problems. just because he doesn't want to be back home with his parents because they give him money and he doesn't want to go to school it's like you know what born with a silver spoon in your mouth fucking take it when you're 18 and you get your money peace yeah. peace out of there yeah fucking loser <laughs> i fucking hate that character so much and the fact that he makes that fucking pipe bomb and they're just like hm, just a pipe oh, bomb you rascally i mean this was before like tussle his hair yeah, hey, yeah. Run along. this was before like columbine and stuff like that but like come on mm-hmm. i love how they think of a plan to go to california oh yeah and, everybody wants to go to california and so they're gonna escape but their idea of escape is, is hiding just in to hide in the, the fucking van. Hide in the back of the shittiest van in the world. <laughs> it's by the shitty way. van. It's very vandalized too. <laughs> but Lisa Zane, Billy Zane, sister, uh, sister, fucking Billy Zane, <laughs> fucking cocksucker. Your nemesis, <laughs> your arch nemesis. He was nice to my wife. Maybe that's why I hate him. And that is exactly why I hate him. <laughs> I'll get you, Billy. <laughs> fucking Billy. Lisa was sitting right next to him. Oh, yeah. Uh, when we were there. Mm. But nobody was going to her table. They were like, oh, you're in Freddy's. You're in that dead. one that no one likes. I'm sorry. <laughs> you seem nice. But, but I, I only have so much wall space for my, for, my, for my autographs. I'm sorry. I'm redoing my walls. I'm Are you? Some, yeah. I took a bunch of stuff down. So for some reason, Lisa Zane wants to take this fucking amnesic kid oh yeah that's right he also doesn't have any memory yeah so he's at this halfway house she's gonna take him back to spring she wants to cure his amnesia because he doesn't know who he is or yeah so fucking lame so they get in the van uh meanwhile the other three kids the deaf kid the the fucking fighter (laughs) fucking very hostile what's that movie with uh with uh Oh, Hillary Swank, yeah. uh, Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, so Million Dollar Baby, <laughs> the fucking <laughs> deaf kid, and Breck and Meyer are all in the back. Oh. And she's like, go call the halfway house and then take my van and drive back there. It's like, what? You're yeah. going to trust them? Why don't they just go, okay, and hop in the van and drive away? Mm-hmm. But no, they don't. We meet uh, Roseanne Barr and Tom, Tom Arnold. Arnold. At a weird like carnival with no kids because all the kids in the town are dead, but they're having this carnival. That anyway. also shows how dated this fucking movie is. Like Roseanne Barr and Roseanne Arnold, I guess at the time, and Tom Arnold are in this. Yeah, yeah. The the carnival was fucking pointless. Well, it's one of many. It was just weird. Pointless. It was just like a reminder. Hey, audience, don't forget there aren't any kids. There aren't any kids. Yeah, they've all died. But and- you got to imagine, even the either the filmmaker. Was like, hey, let's like, get let's get Tom and <laughs> Roseanne in the movie. People will watch this, or right? they were like, can we be in the movie? <laughs> so no. it's like, either way, they're in the movie. Um, really quick, really quick part. But uh, anyway, the kids load up into the van while Lisa Zane and Amnesia Boy are walking around, and they're driving around town, but they keep going in circles. Yeah, till they find a house. They go into this house for whatever reason. And the house turns into fucking Nancy's house from part one. And they go inside there. And then... Uh, no, I think it's Freddy's house, isn't it? 
No, it turns oh, is it Nancy's house. Okay. It turns into like when they walk through the door, mm-hmm. like the house like breaks okay. apart, yeah. and you got the red door, which was blue in the first movie, and uh, <laughs> the green, you know, whatever Freddy fucking Nancy's house looks like on whatever. Elm Street. Every town's got an Elm Street. <laughs> but you know what's stupid about that is like, is his kills only like on Elm Street? On Elm Street? No, it's not. Fuck, it's fucking lame. Yeah. <laughs> so they go in the house. Fucking deaf kid uh, decides he's gonna take a nap. Mm-hmm. He's bushed. Yeah. Well, in his dreams, Freddy comes after him, and Freddy gives him a supersonic. Oh. Fucking hearing aid. When he he also like sticks a Q-tip, stabs him with like, a Q-tip all the yeah. way through, and it goes through both ears, and yeah. then he slices his ear off. I hate that. Like, uh, like it just kind of makes me cringe a little bit with the with the Q-tip. Yeah, because um, I I from time to time have hearing problems, and like sometimes I have a little bit of pain. So I, as I watch, I'm like, uh, I, uh, I don't yeah. like that. <laughs> no, no, it's gross. But yeah, he gets like a super powered hearing, hearing aid, aid he which turns scr- up to eleven, and he starts like scratching 11. on a chalkboard. Oh well, it goes to eleven. Drops a pin. It goes to eleven. It does. Uh, first, he drops a pin, and the kid catches it, and he's like, "Oh, thank God!" Oh. And then he drops like a whole bunch of pins. He's like, "Ah!" And then he produces a chalkboard, chalkboard. that he's like, what? and then Freddy's like turns into a clown. He's all. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, you know, like nobody a mime. on the podcast could see that. But yeah, he's like miming it. Like, yeah. oh. And he's stretching out this fucking chalkboard and he scratches it with one nail and then he scratches it with all four and the kid's head blows up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah His head fucking blows up. Yeah. Oh, God. Was that the first kill of the movie? No. Yes. Was I it? think it was because I kept like, and I'd seen this movie before. But I was like, when is someone going to die? Dude, only... Two people die? <laughs> Three, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Does does fucking Fight Club die? No. I don't, I don't think she... I, I, I'd have to I don't, I didn't consult really, my I notes. didn't really care. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think she died. No, I don't think she does either. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I think only two people die. You know what was stupid about her was that... <laughs> uh, in the previous installments, the, all of the above. <laughs> in the previous installments, they had, like, they they would, you know, they had to f- concentrate on on like staying awake or to battle him. They had to go to sleep and all this other stuff. And like for her, like, oh, I just meditate. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, good for you. Like, she learned how to, <laughs> she learned how to do it from the doctor mm-hmm. or therapist or whatever. But uh, also, like, the amnesic kid thinks that he's Freddy's son. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So that comes into play too, and like he's like he's keeping me alive because he's my dad. He my loves dad. me. My dad's coming back. He went out for a pack You'll of cigarettes, see. but he's coming back. You'll see. He loves me. Uh, Brecken Meyer falls asleep. This is the other thing that I hated about the movie is like he's smoking weed, and like uh, Freddie's like, "Hey, fucking Brecken Meyer, <laughs> hey, Brecken Meyer, <laughs> you wanna let's get high, let's trip out." And it's like all of a sudden, Inagata Davida starts playing, yeah. and it's like these fucking swirly psychedelic shit. And even my son, who's twelve, he looks at me as we're watching this movie, and he goes, 
that doesn't happen when you're on weed. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely right. correct. Yeah. It's, it's like fucking ridiculous. These guys didn't do their homework. No. Like, it's, like, <laughs> it's like uh fucking drugs. Oh, we also get the Johnny Depp uh this is your, your brain. brain on drugs. Yeah. 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 The cameo from Johnny Depp. Uh but like maybe if it's laced with something, but it'd have to be laced with like fucking PS, and LSD PCB or right. and LSD and fucking all that kind of crap. Yeah, and I got out of here. I love that song. Oh, that and a, oh, it's a great song. The drum my, solo, Iron oh. Butterfly. Yeah, my parents Dude, got was... me that on CD yeah. when I was uh, about this age. Did you have the one that had the lenticular cover? No, it didn't have a lenticular okay. cover. It was just a cheap fucking. CD. My dad had the lenticular, but it had uh, obviously Inagata Devita was one of five tracks on yeah, it. Yeah, and the other songs aren't very good. <laughs> no, I love psychedelic but music. That Inagata Devita, and it's like what twelve it's a minutes classic. long at least, and it's oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. The drum it's solo, up. and the fuzz effects that they use. <laughs> it's such I'm a, not a drummer. It's such a great, song. but yeah. So I appreciated the song, but the yeah. but the message that was the only good part of that. The message of let's, part. you're gonna smoke weed and you're gonna have a psychedelic experience. Mm-hmm. No, you have to be doing shrooms. And his like, fucking- <laughs> and I hated, I hated his. And it's not the only movie that does this, but I fucking hate like the stereotypical like stoner acting. Yeah, who's all, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and Brecken Meyer goes on to make play, that role. It's like again in fucking Clueless. It, yeah. You know, it's like what I hate about it. It's like it really did nothing for the cause of like trying to legalize it for so many years no because like joe blow like well it was also you know, during the end of like uh the nancy reagan the war on like, drugs say no yeah. war on drugs but that, that war on drugs shit. lasted for another decade yeah. at least but but it was like a weed is the gateway drug yeah <laughs> marijuana is the gateway drug Fuck you and your gateway. You know? And movies like this didn't help shit. Like that's All what right, I let's go smoke a bowl right now. <laughs> uh. More entertaining than this movie. And we're back. <laughs> we did not get high um, but that's when it, I wish it was though <laughs> it probably made the movie more interesting so but also he trips out but he gets sucked into a fucking Super video Mario Brother like video game right yeah. yeah and this is where we get Freddy with Plane. the fucking power glove yeah I well first he's got just a regular controller and he's like he's making playing the kid. The kid. He's oh, playing yeah. the kid. He's making him jump around. But and like, then million and then dollar baby steals it from he's, him. Yeah, he's jumping around, like banging his head into shit. And there's like a cartoon version of his dad. Oh yeah, and his dad's going, "Be kid. like me, be like me." Hits him with a tennis racket. Oh, here's the other thing. Why the sound effects of like a Tom and Jerry cartoon? <laughs> because this thing was a <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, it was cartoon. like a cartoon. <laughs> it's like boink, 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 boink. boink. It's like it didn't sound like a video game at all. Yeah, you're right. But um, yeah, million dollar baby like takes the she uh, goes into the dream. Yep, and steals the remote from Freddy. And he's and like, you forgot about the power glove. Yeah, and then he starts playing with the fucking power glove. <laughs> did you have the power glove? I did. Oh, was it awesome? Dude, the day I got a power glove for Christmas was one of the happiest days of my life. Like, Dave. I was so and you're happy. Married. And then I and then, <laughs> yeah, and then I played it and I was like, this isn't very good. The power glove. Uh, it did not work very well, but it looked awesome. Did when you got it, did you say it's the power glove? It's so bad. It's so bad. I love my power glove. <laughs> Is that from the wizard? Yeah. 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 Oh, I remember seeing that movie in the theater also, The Wizard. Yeah. And I fucking wanted that power glove so I did bad. too. I did too. That's why I wanted it. And when I got it, I was like, oh, you yeah. fucking spoiled ass motherfucker. 
But you want to know something? Maybe my parents were just smarter <laughs> than yours <laughs> because they realized oh, it was a piece that's, of that's shit. harsh. <laughs> no, your parents. I wish are, I still I love had your mine. Parents. Your parents are great. Thank Every time you. I think about the wizard. I think about that tournament that they were playing and they were playing Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh, I love that game. And all I can think about, even when I was a kid watching that, all I could think about was like how I could wipe the floor. Oh, with I, all thought, these kids. I thought that too. And they had the, do you remember the Nintendo World Championships in 1990? Yeah. yeah. Um, I went to it. Nice. Because uh, they had it like in every major city. Yeah. Um, and then the you winners would advance. You didn't compete. I did. Oh, Jesus. Uh, wow. I, I, lost, I, bounced, I got bounced in the very first round though. But I did the same <laughs> thing. What I was game like, did you I have can... to play? Well, so you played, if I remember correctly, it was, it started as Super Mario Brothers and you had to collect a certain number of coins. And then once you had those coins, then the game changed. Yep. And it turned into, I think, Rad Racer. And you had it was to either do it Rad Racer a, or Tetris. Those are the two get, other games. I can't remember and the And you order. had to get a certain score. Yep. And, and then it would flip to the next game. And it was whoever got that in the least amount of time. Correct. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. They've, uh, I've seen videos on that where yeah. they discuss that because they had a they, they have they, they have a cartridge. They had actual cart the the real ones are super Fucking rare and crazy expensive but then you can get like uh replica ones replica ones that have the different games because they've done it a, they did it a couple times like that one in 1990 was probably like the peak yeah yeah because they did some after that and people were just like fuck this Fucking lame it was cool though it was like a whole convention and you could like play some video but if games, you like, had to play super mario brothers 3 for the first time like never seeing it before mm-hmm. do you think you could have Wipe the Absolutely. floor with the fucking wizard. Absolutely, yeah. You couldn't beat the fucking <laughs> no, wizard. No, no, no. And I'll tell you why. Because he's the wizard. I'll tell you why. The way they were playing those games, all three of those kids, they wouldn't. They wouldn't hold down the B button to, to run. run faster. Oh. And the way I've always played the Mario games is hey, you got to hold B down. I would hold B down and just blast you through the level. Yeah. But I would get all the items because I knew where but, the, you know. But you wouldn't know. No, but never. Played no, but that first. But that first level, you know, it shows you where they are. The the key is to run through the level, and because you get a time bonus when you complete the level, dude. Realistically, the competition should be who can beat Super Mario Bros. three the quickest. Oh yeah, people not do, who yeah. can yeah. just people do speed runs. All not the time. who can just get a certain amount of points. Yeah, the quickest. Who oh, can you can beat the game. Yeah, you can get endless mm-hmm. points in Mario, but I think yeah. they were playing by points. Yeah, they were playing by points. Yeah, Breckenmeyer dies. Yeah. yeah, he dies. Good riddance. <laughs> Finally. But uh, didn't Nintendo sue over this? Yeah, movie? I think they did over the Power Glove. Yeah, because they were like, they "Now you're playing with power." Yeah, that was I a Nintendo slogan, and they didn't have permission to do that. But whatever, Breckenmeyer dies. So now <laughs> we just got fucking million dollar baby Lisa Zane and John Doe and John Doe left, and much like every other fucking oh, nightmare- and the doctor comes to help the guy from Alien. Yeah. Yeah, For, I just in my notes, <laughs> Freddie does a cartwheel. Like when he's fighting that guy, he yeah. does a he does a fucking cartwheel. I think you're right. That guy <laughs> does die. But um, but he, the three characters, yeah. like they come to they got an idea. Well, it also comes out that Lisa the glasses that Lisa Zane is the oh, daughter. Yeah. She's Freddie's daughter. John Doe is not the son. Lisa Zane. Oh, John Doe dies. That's right. Of course. Yeah. Good. I was getting yeah. tired of him too. <laughs> but they have an idea. And the idea is, is if they can grab Freddy in the dream, <laughs> when they come out, he'll be in the real world. That's never been done before. Every fucking nightmare on Elm Street. God damn it. I get so fucking Dude, pissed I off. Got, I, got, I got pissed off too when it happened. I was like, are you, this was covered in part one, all of them, but one, two, three, four, five. It's been done in every single nightmare on Elm Street movie. They're like. 
let's see, if we grab him in the dream state and you wake me up, he'll be in the real world. He won't have any power. It was and even then done we in kill him. Yeah. It was even done in Freddy versus fucking Jason. Yeah. yeah. I fucking hate this. Yeah. I get so fucking. I was so, so hot, and they established <laughs> this movie. I was so fucking hot, and so they established like he has a human side and everything. But not only that, like they like he he was given his power by like dream demons. Oh, the fucking flying sperm demons, the fucking yeah. Dementors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they talk and they fly around. Yeah. So where these glasses came from was also a fucking like. Okay, did you catch the part at the beginning <laughs> when the doctor first is showing Lisa Zane that poster on the wall? Yeah. You don't see the glasses, but it cuts to like somebody coming in and she's got the glasses in her hand. Mm. They cut out a scene. Oh, uh, okay. There's a scene where he explains, put these glasses on. Yeah. I oh, swear because, to God. Because the movie was going to be completely in 3D? Well, no, not completely, but they were introducing the glasses. Mm. because they So it cut- doesn't seem like it just comes out of nowhere? At the very end, they're like, put these fucking glasses on. And it's like, why? What? <laughs> and he gives her like the cheesiest 3D glasses. Like, these are 3D glasses that you got at the fucking grocery store. Yeah. They came in to a watch cereal the box. fucking fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> Back when I was growing up um, in the early 80s, they would show on regular TV 3D movies. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, um, I remember that. Your color TV, times. you would adjust the contrast and the brightness to a certain thing. And you could wear your 3D glasses. And we watched, um, I believe it was Creature from the Black Lagoon was one of them. The only one I remember was uh, Hondo of all movies. Hondo. Hondo. Was that a John Wayne film? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hondo was on in 3D. That was in color? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Well, of course, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon is black and white. Yeah, yeah right? I can't. Remember, I can't remember if Honda was color or black and white, but I remember like you go to the store and buy glasses. It was like a television event. Honda yeah, so we could adjust the TV. And I remember there's a there's a picture somewhere. I'm I don't know where it is. You know, my mom and stepdad has since, since got divorced, so that picture's probably long gone. But there was a picture of all of us kids sitting there with our 3D glasses, <laughs> just staring at the TV. <laughs> That's fun. Um, but yeah, these were the, some cheesy ass fucking 3D glasses. Now you have the Blu-ray or the DVD. Yeah, and it's in 3D. Yeah, yeah, it comes with the glasses. So I watched that sequence in 3D. How did it look? Um, you know, actually, surprisingly good. Um, except the colors, of course, are always washed out because yeah. of the red and blue. So everything's just kind of a funky violet shade. Yeah. Um, but I thought that th- the, the 3D actually looked pretty cool. Mm. And I have... For 91, pretty good. And I have Friday 13th Part 3 yeah. in 3D. And uh, I've watched that. And I yeah. rather enjoy it. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with with the cheesy 3D effects. Yeah. It's fine. There's not a lot of 3D effects it's in just that, hard with, I remember. And I liked it better that it was short. Like, I don't think I could watch a whole movie like that. No. Well, I it's I also... get a headache. It's also hard because I have glasses. And so I got to put the 3D glasses I did the same thing. over I the top of my glasses. My glasses uh, because otherwise I can't see. Um, but I do love... I do love 3D. I hate this fucking movie, though. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I watched this in 3D, and I actually took a brief video of myself watching it, and I'm just going to play what The I, audio? Yeah, okay. just the audio for you guys. This movie fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the brief audio. Yeah, <laughs> two, two seconds. Um, uh, she goes into the 3D realm. She pulls... Uh, Freddy out. They shove the fucking pipe bomb in his chest. The doctor doesn't die. He doesn't the die. The doctor lives. That's right, it's he, John Doe that dies. Yeah, and he beats the hell out of uh, Freddy with a rubber baseball bat. Yeah, they fight like hand to hand. Yeah, like, but then um, really lame. Uh, Lisa Zane puts the Freddy glove on, and he's like, "Try it on." Oh, dude, and Alice Cooper's in this movie. 
Alice like, Cooper plays Freddy's dad. Freddy's dad. Yeah. Alice Cooper also sings the song. Man behind the mask. He's the man <laughs> behind. He the was mask. all over the place at this Freddy's time. He's out of control, and he's also in Freddy's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the man behind the glove. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm stabbing uh, your ass. <laughs> <laughs> one finger. Um, so he, uh, she puts the glove on, and he's like, "Try it on." Like father, like daughter, whatever he says. And then she's like, fuck off. She stabs him. She stabs him. Then uh, Million Dollar Baby throws it a pipe bomb. Wait. Shoves it in his chest, lights it up, and he blows up. And then you got the demon sperm. They fly out. Fly it out. When when, uh, she kills... After, like Freddie, she says Happy Father's Day. <laughs> and then she gives him a kiss. She gives him a kiss. Yeah, what? She gives him a kiss on the cheek. For one, was it Father's Day? And either way, that's the lamest line ever. <laughs> happy Father's Day. Oh, she doesn't even say it like that. She's like Happy, happy Father's, Father's Day. Day. <laughs> so Lisa Zane. stupid. Yeah. Do you know my brother it Billy? Was, He's the Phantom. It was. Bad. <laughs> he was on the Titanic. Uh, if you've heard of it, and he survived. So what'd you give it? Oh, this oh. movie. My rating? <laughs> Half. Half? Half a head. This Half movie ahead. fucking sucks. It's This is the <laughs> worst Nightmare on Elm Street movie ever fucking made. I don't know what I gave Nightmare on Elm Street the remake, but this movie is worse than that. <laughs> it's way bad. worse. Um, I fucking hated it. It was ridiculous. It was... Uh, it was... You kn- Fucking you know what made me hate it even more was when the, when the, when the credits when the credits Wait, more oh they're showing clips from they're the, showing clips from much of, better movies so yeah. they're showing like all like yeah. like a highlight reel of like Freddy kills and stuff and it's all like and each one I was like oh that was awesome yeah, that was remember, awesome remember that remember good when, movie remember when good things happened in these movies <laughs> oh would you give it I gave it a one oh you're too generous and that's probably generous yeah. would you give it I gave it a one but for a good reason. I'll get to that reason in a minute. But, Go ahead. Um, no, here's here's some of my notes. The final battle is garbage. <laughs> Previous films don't matter. Tried to be smart. I don't care about family history. <laughs> the, okay, and, and then here's where I'll elaborate a little bit. Fucking Ancestry.com. Um, <laughs> this is what they do a DNA test. Oh, I'm really no, it's just like I, like, I don't care about his fucking cheek past. Swab. <laughs> like, like, don't try to, don't try to like humanize like, like a fucking evil villain horror movie character. Like, you know, cause I'm not, I'm not here to see what happened. That However, that this way. is the first movie that we see Robert England without the makeup. Yeah. When he's young. Yeah, Freddy. that's true. But I, I hate when horror movies do that. Like, like it's like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, I don't care. I don't care. Because he's a mass murdering shithead, child molester. Yeah. Um, like it's, he's a fucking villain. Like, why are we making him cartoony? Yeah. Why are we making and, him a hero? And and then here's the thing. Uh, okay, so like in the previous films, you know he had a snarkiness to him. Yeah, he had like, you know, humor, and it was great. But it was a little bit of humor. But here's the thing. Here's what made it great though, because it was in contrast to the kills. Yeah. To the horrific side of things. So you had like, you know, a duality. Yeah, exactly. But it was always more horror than it was, you know, comedy. But but he was great. But in this one, you had his snarkiness and his comedy, and then the kills 
weren't horrific. They were. It was like watching a. a it was. Like, it was like watching a Warner Brothers cartoon. They were so. Stupid. You're absolutely correct. It was and the so comedy wasn't cartoony. even funny. And the comedy mean, wasn't even that was great. When he's, when he's like, "I'll get you, my pretty, and your little soul too." It's That's like, not funny. Fuck yeah, and, and when everything. When yeah, you're would, making a joke off of a movie from 1939. How fresh. And and you know what? <laughs> it's only 50 years too late. And when it's silly, like when everything is silly, and you have these characters, like like the characters are garbage. Like all these characters, like I don't care about any of them. And there's only three deaths. There's only three deaths. This is a fucking horror movie. All a the slasher, deaths. A slasher film? Yeah. Like everything's a, everything was a fucking Wiley e. Coyote effect. Like seriously. You're and, absolutely correct. And it was, Runner, it was just like one big fucking cartoon. This isn't this isn't a horror movie. Like no. I'm sorry. It's not a fucking horror movie. It's not even a comedy. Maybe in maybe in like tradition, like, oh, like it falls under the category because it's part of the series or whatever. Like, I don't care. Like, this isn't fucking horror. It's mm. just it's just a one big cartoon. Pile of shit. It's one yeah. big cartoon. But I give it a one. <laughs> Only because of that final montage, uh, with in the credits, with the credits, with Iggy Pop. Well, no, no, with Iggy, oh, Iggy Pop, Pop. Yeah, that's a great song. The Iggy Pop song is fine, but why, that doesn't deserve a one. I give it a. I, 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 hey, I, I, I love Iggy Pop, and I love the song, and I was watching the montage. I'll and play the song for you, and that's that's the only thing I enjoyed about the movie. Credits are still part so of the then, movie. It's not a one. That's no, a half. The, give them a half. Over the, the, the half. credits. Don't the, give. Don't write him as a one. The credits and that, that song. The only thing I enjoyed about I the movie that was you. it. That's a that's that a, was it. That's a point eight three overall. This is a terrible shit fest, and that's too fucking high. You fucking <laughs> nun nuts. You gave it a one because of the fucking closing credits song. Yeah, I like Iggy Pop. <laughs> <laughs> it's still part of the movie. It's the fucking end. It's the end of the movie. Well, that's the best part of the movie. I sit for the credits, and and I like the montage. But all right. to Dave's point, it was showing you all the great things you know that what? were way better than this not, movie. Hey, wait, you know what? I'm going to downgrade, because I'm trying to think, like, what were the things I liked about this movie? Nothing. I'm coming up with nothing. No. You're so, giving it a half? Yeah. Thank you. I got him to downgrade. You're not going to go from a one. You're going to keep it a one. Yeah, I like Iggy Pop. I like that song. <laughs> Dude, Iggy Pop is not part of the fucking movie. No, music is part of the movie. At the very end. It's still part of the movie. What about the previous 90 minutes of your fucking life that were ruined? Well, it was garbage, yeah. <laughs> the only reason why I gave it a half, though, is because of Robert England, and I like him, and I kind of feel bad. For See, him. there was something you liked about it, too. Well, that, only a half, though. Mm. <laughs> You're going to give Iggy Pop a one? So that takes it down to a point six yeah. seven. Mm. I always give Iggy Pop a point. Point six. All right, six Rotten six. Tomatoes, me. All right, you guys, fuck time. We're going we're gonna to take as much time as we want to. We're going to do and a you're little. You're going to fucking listen. We're going to do a little game here, all right? It, it's not going to be a real game, but uh, we're going to do a little game. Uh, I'm going to ask you both a question about, of the 12 Friday the 13th movies, including the remake, mm -hmm. what, according to Rotten Tomatoes, is the worst now, do you need a refresher of what these movies are? No. Or do we all know what they are? I'm going to say Jason Goes to Hell is the lowest rated. We're doing Friday the 13th. Oh, we're talking about Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th movies. We'll start with Friday the 13th movies. I'll we say got, Jason Goes to Hell. Okay. He says uh, Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday. I'm going to guess that they said Jason X. All right. I can see that too. According to Rotten Tomatoes, with an 8%. Oh, wow. 8%. Friday the 13th, 8 Jason Takes Manhattan. That, oh. one's, that one is pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is according to Rotten Tomatoes now. So this is... Uh, now, just a reminder, Rotten Tomatoes takes ratings... It's an aggregator. Of from critics and all, fans. Uh, yeah. All right. 
But the tomato rating, I think, is just critics. Is it? I think so, yeah. All right. What do you think is next worst? Are you still going to go Jason X? Yeah, I'll go Jason X. Jason Goes to Hill for me. Yeah. You'd both be wrong. Oh. Wow. Friday 13th, three with 12%. I know. I saw this Mm. because I was just telling David. You get super angry. All right, so I will uh, not make you guys keep guessing. Yeah, go down the uh, line. We're going to go down the line. So, like I said, number 12 was Jason Takes Manhattan with 8%. Friday 13th Part 3 with 12%. Uh, number 10, Friday 13th 5, A New Beginning with 16%. Hmm. 9, Jason X with 20% ties. I only put it at 9 because of chronologically, but it ties Friday 13th Part 4, the final chapter, with 20%. Hmm. Jason Goes to Hell is number seven with 24%. Uh, the remake is number six with 26%. Friday 13th Part 2 is, comes in at five with 28%. Friday 13th Part 7, The New Blood, comes in at number four with 32%. Freddy versus Jason surprises me, comes in at number three with 41%. Jason Lives. Part six comes in at 52% as number two. And number one is the original at 60%. Hmm. So they're saying the top three are the original part six and Freddy versus Jason. I disagree with that immensely. And see, I, I've never really cared for Rotten Tomatoes way of doing things because like Freddy versus Jason, like it's not that great, but it sucks. But it's like the way they take all the ratings I think that was probably like a widely reviewed movie. So that's why it's so high up on the list because if you, you know, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, it was more mainstream or more popular. So more people reviewed it. So yeah. it probably got a higher score. Yeah. And, and, you know, it kind of brought together the two fan bases. I mean, a lot of it's a shared fan base, but like, yeah. you know, it, it, that I remember sense. when that came out and it was very it commercial. Was a big deal. It was a yeah. big deal. But so, that movie sucks. The fact that Friday the 13th part three is second to second, last. Yeah, that's nonsense. Even Jason Takes Manhattan, which sucked, is not the worst. No. Um, but it's down there. All right, <laughs> so we'll do it in reverse. I'm going to ask you to rank top three Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Okay. okay. So go ahead, David. No particular, or in order? In order. Uh, I'd say three is the best one. New Nightmare and either the original or part four. For you, yeah. that's your personal rankings. And this is personal, right? Yeah. Th- I'm not guessing what they're no, going to say. You can just do personal. Okay. Um, believe it or not, I've actually, I've really enjoyed two lately. Hmm. So I'm going to put that in my top three and then also three and four. Okay. Uh, well, two is not anywhere near the closest <laughs> to the top, but it's not as bad as one might think. Uh, I will say this. The Nightmare on Elm Street films rate higher Mm. percentage-wise than the uh, Friday 13th. Uh, Friday 13th Part 1, which ranked number one, got a 60%. The top three Nightmare on Elm Streets all exceed 60%. Hmm. Uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street, the original is number one with 94% wow. on Rotten Tomatoes. Wes Craven's New Nightmare from 1994 is 80%. And A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors, is at 74%. I'm surprised you didn't say New Nightmare, David. I know you he did. Like, I did. Oh, did you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Um, so it goes uh, one, New Nightmare, and then three. Four one, is number three. four. Nice. Those were With a four. 55%. Hmm. Now, 55% is also higher than every other Friday the 13th movie, except for 
the first Friday the 13th, yeah, wow. according to Rotten Tomatoes. So every, pretty much every Nightmare on Elm Street movie is better <laughs> than every Friday the 13th movie, uh, with a couple exceptions. Uh, so we go uh, four, then part two is number five. So it kind of falls in the middle. So I guess it was kind of close. Um, Freddy versus Jason, we already talked about, is number six. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5 is uh, 32%. Freddy's Dead, A Final Nightmare, 20%. It hmm. comes in at number eight. And then Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake, comes in at 15% for being the last. Interesting. I would say the remake is, the remake is better than Freddy's far Dead. superior than Freddy's yeah. Dead. And the fact that it got 20% is just baffling to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what they were looking at. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I never go by Rotten Tomatoes, honestly. Or any critics rating. I don't even listen well, I'll to myself read them. most I'll, of the time. I'll read them, but, you know. <laughs> I don't. I'll listen to our podcast, and I'm like, what the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> it was awesome, or that movie sucked. Yeah. Yeah. You got to read them, but fuck. Fuck Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy's dead. Uh, that was our episode this week. If you got any opinions on Jason living or Freddie dying, please let us know. <laughs> How can they contact us, David? Uh, you can contact us through uh, Twitter. We are the Swearwolves. We're also the Swearwolves on Facebook and the Slasher app. If you're on Instagram, we're the Swearwolves Podcast. You can go to our website, theswearwolves.com, uh, or you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, so for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And Fred's dead, baby. Fred's dead. Mic check. check. One, two, one, two. Check. A mic check. check at one, two. Let's talk about six. Six. Hold on. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> That's the signal to talk about six. <laughs> when you hear the bell ring, it's time to turn the page. All right. Sorry, you want to go back? <clears throat> she. That's interesting. That was That's weird that I heard that. It's Jason coming it's after Jason. us. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the, the amnesic kid. God damn. <laughs> Burpee. Oh, Can't shake so that in sediment in there. I feel like I'm chewing the beer. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, <laughs> that's my ejaculate. Uh, yeah, I was thinking, like, did you, like, <laughs> this tastes like cum? Rebottle something? <laughs> the secret ingredient is love. <laughs> oh, oh shit. shit. You're with your baby in your pocket alone.
bottom.